No time. Imposter syndrome. No Are one's going to listen to this. You're not good enough. I sound you are not right. Not good enough. I should have stopped Why this. Why are you doing a podcast? Who do I think I am? What are we doing? You better write right going to listen to this. Don't do this. Do these thoughts sound familiar? They certainly sound familiar to Amy and I. And this week's episode is all about imposter syndrome. Come on, Amy, explain. What's imposter syndrome? What's imposter syndrome? Imposter syndrome is what I think most people probably suffer at one time or another in their lives. Um, if you haven't, I kind of want to be you. Um, yeah, me it, too. <laughs> this is that old self-doubt, making ourselves feel bad, questioning why we've done something. And I think I probably suffered it fairly hugely on Friday night after our episode launched and people said oh I'm going to listen and I was like no don't listen oh my god I know you see yeah exactly like when when actually we had a chat not long ago and he's like oh do you do a lot of BBC stuff and I was like yeah I go on the BBC once or twice a week but I never tell anyone about it because I don't want anyone to listen and it, I just feel like what well, it is isn't it is it's feeling like you're not good enough and maybe that you're not yeah you shouldn't have these opportunities or you know why are we doing a podcast who's going to listen to us but obviously people did (laughs) well this is it and thank you to everyone who did um you alleviated the imposter syndrome on my side enough that fee could have half an hour without me messaging saying (laughs) are you sure I don't sound like a knob (laughs) because I think I did that quite a few times oh yeah but you know what the messages were incredible I just want to say thank you. Thank you to everyone who not only just said they liked it and liked us, which is quite a nice thing to say, but that it helped them. And that was that's what we're oh, doing this yes. for, isn't it? That's what we're doing this for. It's not for, you know, likes or shares, or you can share it if you like, though, because we quite like that. Um, share it's, it if you like. Share it if you like. It's about helping people during this really shitty time and and that's that's the good thing do you know what selfishly it helps me a little bit as well because um like you said last week it's a little bit of practicing what you preach that's how I try and parent um I do try and practice what I preach to my kids which hopefully makes me a little bit of a braver person but I have to you know I've told you to take time and look after yourself. I've told you to get five minutes just to breathe in the fresh air. If I don't do that, it seems, like I said, I've no credentials. So really, there is no point <laughs> in me being here if I don't do what I say. <laughs> Got to practice what so you thank preach. you. Totally, totally. I think, you know, we've, we're both doing each other good. And I'm really, really pleased that this is helping people. Um, we have actually had a question, but I think what we might do is just talk about the imposter syndrome and then come to the question. Yes. Um, because yeah if you have got questions on any subject Amy and, and I are happy to talk about it and answer your questions you don't have to give your name just be anonymous it's absolutely fine we'll we'll answer in our best ability but re- please remember we do keep saying this this is like you know if you're looking for professional advice you're in the wrong place this is just us and how we feel and the guests that we have and the way they feel and how we 
have that find that me time when there's no time I will just say it's probably worth we will put especially at the current climate we'll put some links I'm pointing downwards as if this is a YouTube (laughs) video um but We'll put some links in the bottom to some numbers and websites for if you do want professional advice. Yeah, um, totally. Somebody um, that professional that can help you and doesn't talk, talk about gin and beer like we do. Nothing <laughs> wrong with talking about gin and beer. <laughs> well, imposter um, syndrome. It is, I mean, it's real, isn't it? It's real. It really is. Yeah. And I think a lot of parents are going to be struggling right now, especially the ones who are working at the same time as homeschooling and feeling like, you know, are they... Am I good enough? Am I doing enough for the company I work for compared to someone who hasn't got kids? Or do I deserve these opportunities? And like, it's it's a real thing, isn't it? How do you, I mean, how do you deal with it? Me? How do I deal with it? Well, initially, (laughs) yeah, I just get drunk. No, (laughs) Um, it's taken me a long time. It's something that I really suffer with. Um, I used to really, really care what people thought and over the last few years because I've had a job that people don't necessarily understand all the time I'm often referred to my work is often referred to in inverted commas um how's the writing going head tilt or or it's all right for you at home I feel like saying haha how are you finding working from home now Um, (laughs) but but welcome to our world (laughs) the the truth is it's hard you know if you do care what people think, which is possibly why you're feeling imposter syndrome, um, that's the first thing you combat. And you just have to remind yourself that actually no one cares about you in, in the same way as you expect them to. No one cares about you, listeners. Don't worry. Nobody loves you. You are all alone. Oh, and this that make you feel better? I'm not a counsellor. Um, but the truth is, you just have to remember that. You do it for yourself and you aren't everyone's cup of tea. But if you work hard and these opportunities, people don't hand you opportunities for the sake of it. It's not going to benefit them to humour anyone, Um, you know, whether it's your promotion or you you write a book or you you get asked onto the radio. They're not doing it just to humour you because it's not going to reflect well on them if you're not worthy for want of a better word so I think you just have to take a step back and realize people these days don't have the time to do something that's not you know gonna impact their work or anything so totally that's so that really that's a very garbled way of just saying that makes that that does make sense and that helps that really helps yeah because you know you do I get comments about what is it that you actually do what is it that you actually do, you know? What is it you actually do? Not me? a lot, really. To be <laughs> no. fair, just sit and watch this morning, have a cup of tea. I'm surrounded no, you kitchen. <laughs> you just spend all day kitchen dusting. Just, yeah, do a bit of kitchen raving, take pictures of my furniture and put it on Instagram. <laughs> no, it's hard. It really is. I think it is really hard when people don't actually know what you do. And um, I think that's almost, you know, when I joined the fire service, I noticed that when I joined the fire service alongside what I'm doing now, people were like, oh, you've got a job. I was like, I always had a job. I've always had a job. I'm just doing this as well. And that kind of made me think, oh, gosh. But I got it really big in the fire service, the whole imposter syndrome. I was the only female on the station. I was the only one over 40. Uh, And that was a huge thing. And I absolutely loved it. And I really miss actually you know the training and all of that and 
long, cut a very long story short, I uh, broke my ankle in a really bad place and literally tore the ligaments apart. So even with physiotherapy, couldn't get back to the standard of fitness I need to kind of rescue people. It's quite important, isn't it? You can't really hobble along and go, <laughs> there in a minute. <laughs> We're just going to take five minutes. But I think that's really interesting because that is a job that requires... I mean, I watched as you were going through the stages and that requires a huge amount of dedication and also a huge amount of vetting. You can't just wake up and say, right, I'm going to be a fair person today. No, you had no. you had to go through so much. So to feel imposter syndrome after um, going through and achieving all that just shows how easy it is have feel like that whatever you're doing really yeah it was really hard and like I failed three times as well I failed three times so to then get in I shouldn't have had imposter syndrome because I know that I was I did get in in the end because I went and trained and I got a personal trainer and I trained every day and I trained hard so that I could I mean I'm I'm five foot nothing but I'm built like a what would my mum say wonder woman like a brick brick or something I don't know why you did that voice. My mum doesn't speak like that. <laughs> listen to this go, I didn't say that and I don't speak like that. But it is, it was very hard. And I think like I turned up on the first, the first entrance exams and physical tests and I was tiny. And I can see why people looked at me like, what is she doing here? She's yeah. tiny, she's female and she's definitely not young. <laughs> so, but like, not that it's a competition, but it was a competition for a place on the fire service. I beat, I hate that word, but I beat really strong, tough men in their 20s. So, yeah, you know. It's about um, keeping going, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, but it is. It doesn't matter what job you do, you know. Even celebrities get it. Are they good enough? Oh, I bet Even they do. Been chosen for, you know, kind of acting roles am I good enough constantly though isn't it um I social media doesn't help does it no as a parent I felt it hugely because I think some people assumed I was one sort of parent when I'm not well I know they did so when you say oh you don't shout at your kids or you're really tough on your kids and I was like I do do shout at my kids I just wait until I'm in the car (laughs) (laughs) and say why did you do that who do you think you are (laughs) you know that's how I parented so let's look at me and say are you cross and I'm like I'm very disappointed I cannot believe you took that moment to say those things (laughs) this is it and I you know I just remember um someone saying oh look it's your little one's asleep how did you get get him to sleep and I was like sheer luck I have no idea why he's asleep (laughs) you know but it's worth this time you know because people would say oh mine's not sleeping through the night and Larry did he felt slept through the light from six weeks old and well until he was four months and then it all regressed badly (laughs) but they'd say how how did you do that is it is it just experience I was like I don't have a clue I don't have a clue why he's sleeping through. And I felt like such an imposter when people were a bit jealous, when really I was just completely flying by the seat of my pants. It's hard, isn't it? It's hard. And I think you have to, I don't know, it's all about that bit of self-love, isn't it? A bit of self-care. To, to, to be proud of yourself is very hard. It's, yeah. you know, like we both write books, different books, yeah. you know, different kind of writers. But when you work so hard on a piece of work 
like a book. It's not something you write in five minutes. It's a, you, your heart and soul goes into it. And then when you put that thing out there, straight away you've got imposter syndrome, haven't you? And it's like, oh, oh God, I don't want people to read it, actually. I don't want you to read it. And then when you get really nice comments coming back about your books as well, it's like, is, do you really think that? Are you just being nice really because you're being kind? I had some people on the school and go, oh, Amy, I've bought your book. And my natural response was, I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just, I'm really, really sorry. And then I'd see the reviews and I'd be like, are they just humouring me? But it goes back to what I was saying. People don't have the time to humour you. Yeah, your mum might. You know, my mum probably. Oh, actually, I'm lying. My mum would not have humoured me. My mum would have told me exactly how rubbish it was because she couldn't hide her feelings. Same. But that's what you need from your family, isn't it? Yeah. I remember but, Rich, Richie's mum, actually, uh, not long before she died, actually, I got the uh, my first fiction. So I've always written, non, uh, written non-fiction, you know, parenting books. And this was my first fiction. I have no idea what I was doing, but it was for children. So I don't, don't, don't know if it's about any easier or... But I, I wrote this, uh, you know, the uh, I forgot the name of my, my own book. <laughs> Christmas Crisis. Santa Me and the COVID Christmas Crisis. Yeah. And I sent, I always send my books to my family, you know, for them to have a, have a read. And um, <laughs> Richie's mum read it. And I was like, so what did you think of it? And she went, yeah, give it a three to four stars and I said oh. <laughs> where's my five where's my five stars no it's not quite a five three to four and I loved her for that because it grounded me you know like oh, okay but then when you do get a five star or when you do get a nice comment you, you know like you were saying that person who you don't know doesn't need to say that that's your no. family and friends that would say oh it was really good loved it is five stars so yeah I think you need some people who are straight talking. I've got a couple of really good friends who I trust implicitly to tell me if I am making a mistake, you know, if I put an outfit on or I send them some work or, you know, I'll probably send them the demo of this. And if they say that's really good, I genuinely believe them because they can be quite brutal. <laughs> Sometimes yeah, you need as that, painful though. as that is, you do need it. But at the end of the day, I think imposter syndrome, the only way to look after yourself and make sure that it doesn't eat away at you completely. I think you can allow it a little bit. I think it's only natural to be worried about a review or, you know, doing something that's out of your comfort zone. Because, again, I tell my kids one thing and I need to practice what I preach. It's good to feel a little bit nervous. It's good to find something out of your comfort zone that gives you... Um, butterflies in your stomach because it means you care and it's important to you so you should accept those feelings and embrace them that it's a positive thing but then you do just need to step back and be a little bit kinder to yourself and just you know it's easy to say oh I can do this but you you can yeah absolutely like like with this this is something completely different you know I've done podcasts about parenting and I do radio stuff but this is something I've never done before this is kind of me I'm sharing me and how I feel not my knowledge and my you know qualified stuff I'm (laughs) sharing the unqualified no idea but this is what works for me and these are my tips you know and your tips and it was nerve-wracking getting it out there and we were, we bit, oh, we did gosh. debate it for so long, didn't we? We, we? we didn't just go, oh no, let's just do this. Let's, yeah, then let's do it. Oh, well, and I think the thing Should is- Should we? Will people listen? Will people laugh at us? 
maybe they do I don't like the sound of my voice I don't listen to anything I do so I've done a few radio things and um I did that mother and baby thing with you um I haven't watched that in full I have showed my husband no. and my friend I haven't watched it because I don't like the sound of my voice so to be doing a podcast <laughs> I won't even record an answer phone message on my phone that's amazing <laughs> because I hate the sound of my voice so I am well out of my comfort zone and actually I think that's something I have learned again I've I've built up a little bit of resilience over the last year I got to the stage um over the episodes I'll talk a little bit about when I burnt out and when I had what I call my wobble but um grief does things to you and and if you go and listen to my um Fortis video I did on Facebook at the live a few weeks ago you'll know a little bit more about that but my resilience was low and feeling anything out of my comfort zone and imposter syndrome just was not good for me but I've started to learn to embrace feeling out of my comfort zone now the adrenaline of doing something that I'm terrified of doing and actually achieving it whether it's good or bad it's actually yeah. quite a nice feeling once you've done it you know it, it's facing your fears because it, it it's the old putting things off because you don't want to do it I am awful at admin um a good example of that is a car key was broken and it was broken for three years and all I had to do was call the insurance company and get it replaced but I let it get so broken it was literally like it was one of those pressy ones that it wouldn't pop out and go back in it just stayed hanging out and then one day it just fell apart so I had no car key so I had to call the insurance company and get them to come and replace the car key for the car took me like five minutes and they came the next day to do it three years I had a broken (laughs) car key because I put it off and it it sounds like a very I'm I'm just learning I'm coming up with very convoluted examples that and the sandwich (laughs) last week um the point is sometimes you just got to be a bit brave and when you've been a bit brave even if it is something as pathetic as making a phone call to your car insurance company it feels good after you've done it yeah totally writing a list and crossing something off isn't it it really is it really is and I think you know that one of the reasons we are doing this is to say look we know we understand how you feel because we feel it too and just because maybe I do radio a lot or it doesn't mean I'm not scared when I do those things but when the opportunities come your way just go for it because what's the worst that can happen you know if I that mess is up, a brilliant if, phrase. What yeah. is the worst that can happen? Exactly. I mean, you know, my dogs once bark crazily through a, a radio interview and I could feel, you know, that flush where you're bright red, you're so hot red, but obviously it was radio, so it didn't matter. And I <laughs> yeah. legged it up the stairs and I can't even remember if it was Five Live or something. And, and I was just like, well, my dogs just wanted to say hello and there you go. And then they made fun of it and it was a funny thing. And it was, you know, all the worries of the nerves and everything just went. And and now whenever anybody invites me to do anything, I say, yeah. Well, not anything, obviously, but <laughs> <laughs> work-wise though, work-wise I'm getting used to saying yes and yes. And, and like the baby show used to terrify me. The thought of standing on stage in, in front of thousands of people used to terrify me. But now... It's still scary, but I, I do it. Can you hear that noise? That's typical, isn't it? Is that's that your dog? That's my dog. I think, though, I think what you said about keeping it real is really important. I think we live in quite a manicured existence at the moment. Everything is um, 
Instagram perfect or yes you know social media life and there is there's two extremes at the moment online there is the absolutely perfect um smiley Instagram life and then then there's the person who is over exaggerating the negatives which I appreciate that that's how things work You, you balance things out with one extreme and the other I get that but I think right now when people's minds are so full of just getting through one day at a time, a little bit of normal, you know, relatability, rather than having to say, oh, that's extreme or that's extreme, a bit of just normality on the fence, in the middle, doesn't do you any harm. No, I think it's important. It's important so that people can say, hey, me too, I totally get you. This is, yes, yes, yes. And I think that's what the comments were like last time, which saying... I just nodded my way yeah. through that episode going, yes, yes, I totally Oh, at agree. least it's not just me yeah. who says fuck's sake three times a day. <laughs> or at least it's not me exactly. who feels utterly guilty for not cooking tea one night. You know, that's just that's just Not producing these amazing Instagram uh, meals. Here's what we're all eating. And I'm like, wow, chicken nuggets came out tonight. Yep. Because we, <laughs> we were posh. We had beans and egg on toast. It's <laughs> quite posh. It's quite yeah. Posh. We're, we're fancy, <laughs> fancy meals. But you know, at the same time, it's okay if that's what you do and you love to post just the positives in your life. Then that's absolutely fine, isn't it? But definitely, there's. I think the problem is that some people forget there's room for everyone. Yeah, you've just got to find who makes you feel good and who makes you feel bad and if it's another tip for um, dealing with imposter syndrome ditch people who make you feel bad about yourself I'm not saying ditch friends but look at your feed you know look at if when you see a post does it make you feel like you're not where you belong or that you're not deserving or does it make you feel good and if it's the first one just if you can't bring yourself to unfollow at least mute for a little while and be kind to yourself that way yeah I've done a lot of muting recently I think there's uh I think I'm I'm mute I like you know you're talking about the negativity like I like the funny negativity stuff the funny kind of tongue-in-cheek videos and stuff like that but I don't like loads and loads of negativity and I think it's totally fine for people to put it out there how rubbish things are but I'm feeling rubbish. I need a little bit of happiness and positivity. So that's what I do is I just mute things when I'm not in a yeah. place to feel like I need to see that stuff right now. And Definitely. Um, yeah. And we're in or a bit of my, my house is a mess. I don't want to look at really nice house accounts because <laughs> that just makes me depressed. <laughs> no, this is it. It's a roller coaster. Some days you want practical advice and feedback. And sometimes you actually just want someone to say, Do you know what? It's shit. Yeah. It's shit and you're allowed to feel like that and there's a lot of talk of toxic positivity and I feel a little bit bad for people who are just naturally right let's find a silver lining because that's sometimes how I used to be yeah. I'm a little bit more realistic now it's, it's okay to be positive about things so I feel sad that toxic positivity is a negative thing at the moment but I can see why it is because sometimes people do just want you to say it's shit yeah <laughs> I'm going exactly. to keep saying that you know or it's okay to yeah. comfort eat or it's okay just to curl up on the floor and have a good old cry because it is that and it's that's okay me to have self-care. some self-care exactly <laughs> that's what yeah. we've been talking about and that's what this whole podcast is about it's about 
self-care and looking after yourself a bit and to, to stop worrying if you're not good enough because do you know what really is important is that you are important to the people who matter most to you mm-hmm. and that's what you need to think about forget that somebody on the internet who you don't even know it's does your partner like you do your kids like you and yeah they do maybe also, they don't maybe they I, don't well I think mine don't some of the time um, <laughs> when I say get get off the screen they don't like me then but it um, is but you I, know to have that confidence and to stop worrying so much but it's difficult isn't it I think it goes back to um, acknowledging your own feelings as well. I think we spoke about this briefly last week, um, how um, we put other people first and we're naturally trained and it's ingrained to put other people first. And I do think there's a quite dangerous mindset at the moment that everyone is worse off than me. Um, And actually, it's not the case. If you're allowed to feel how you feel, whether you have one way of life or another, your feelings are still valid and you should definitely accept those feelings because it it goes back to comparison doesn't it but I do think no you're you're spot on acknowledge yourself a little bit we recently lost um uh Janet who is my mum-in-law and I was talking to you uh privately about this and saying how I don't think I should be grieving as much as I am because she wasn't my mum. She's she was Richie's mum, and that's just ridiculous because that's your own. That's my, they're they're my feelings, and I shouldn't feel she was still what, important you know. in your life. And yeah, um, exactly. And she was still a huge part of your life. So I definitely think that we we should not compare our feelings to other people's again I am massively guilty of that I'm massively guilty when I lost my mum of saying oh well yes but you know she was 70 and this that and the other whereas this person over here is dealing with this that and the other and that is a really dangerous way of thinking I mean I can see why sometimes it goes back to the silver lining thing that I, I bang on about but I can see why sometimes it helps but you have to acknowledge your feelings otherwise disregarding your feelings you'd never tell your best friend who'd lost their mum to man up because the person across the road has got a harder life you'd never say to your kids oh well she was my mum not just your grand but she was my mum you'd never say that would you yeah so why would you say it to yourself yeah it's crazy isn't it see wise words Amy you say you're not a professional I'm very, very wise. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I truly hope this has helped somebody listening today like the episode last week. And, you know, we are here. We're online as well. Do you know, if you ever want to comment about the episode, please come to our Instagrams because we are forever engaging in conversation. I know that Amy is very similar to me and we use our social media for social, to be social. So uh, you don't have to say, oh, what a lovely kitchen, just because uh, we want comments. Don't expect good photographs (laughs) on my Instagram. Just Just like comment. If you want to open up the conversation of anything that we've talked about, we are more than happy to carry on talking. Or if there's anything you want us to discuss, let us know. We'll talk about anything, won't we? all relates to self-care all relates to (laughs) self-care but I think you know my final thought on this would just be you know bringing it back to self-care a little bit is to try 
and love yourself a bit more and try to just when that imposter syndrome comes into place acknowledge it but poo poo it away because you are good enough whatever you're doing you are good enough and we're all struggling at the minute and things are hard so if you're balancing your job and childcare and everything else it's okay to feel this way yeah I think so just te- take a step away take a deep breath and then surge forward I need a little time